The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. About uh, vehicle Jeep uh, prediction price based on description. So what I did is I um, found that there was ability to scrape autotrader.com. I found a site that uh, scraped uh, 2018 for Jeep, and then I just uh, um, extracted out the private, so sell by owner. And what I wanted to do is I dropped the uh, I dropped the rows where car features, text, and listing title is. NA, and then what I want to do is concatenate the listing title, the car features text, mileage, and uh, model, and miles per gallon, highways miles per gallon, into the car features text. Because what I want to do is is uh, predict a price grouping based on these descriptions or the description. And what I found is it was pretty accurate. So um, what you, they had in their data set was listing title, uh, listing URL, price, listing distance, miles, listing price, uh, reduced dealer, model, year, ownership, location, seller type, uh, drive type, general, city mile per gallon, and highway mile per gallon. So what I wanted to do is um, I wanted to check where the uh, where um, I'm going to do a a mask where the mileage is real numbers. And the reason I do that is I don't want uh, NA for mileage, so I'm going to remove everything that has NA in it and for mileage and so that way I, I all my data has mileage data in it and I want to make sure that the mileage is less than 150,000 and the price is less than 70,000. I don't want any specialties because when I do my grouping I want it to be uh, fairly generalized. So the next thing I want to do is cut the, the pricing into 10 different segments and the way you, I do that is using um, pandas cut function and so it builds 10 segments of data and then I'm going to group those and get the mean. I'm going to sort uh, mileage and price um, and uh, then I'm going to plot it out. So I want to plot now I've used a bar bar chart, and one will be the mileage, and one will be the price. And what you see is in the blue will be the price, and the mileage will be in the green. 
So the lower the price, typically the higher the mileage. And so as mileage decreases, um, then your price goes up. And that's it seems to be the pattern uh, in general. Now there is some deviation to that around the uh, uh, forty-three thousand to fifty thousand, or sixty-three thousand to sixty-nine thousand. That price uh, was not directly didn't seem to really uh, correlate just to uh, to the price mileage and price didn't seem to correlate. Um, and and the reason it could be is the models. So we, we might have a certain number of luxury vehicles or SUV crossovers, et cetera, that are in that seg seg segment. Okay, what I did next is did a strip plot and a swarm plot, and I'm, I'm modeling the year by price, and, and typically as the older the vehicle uh, gets, the higher the price. So, uh, excuse me, the more, the newer the vehicle, the higher the price. And so you see as, as the vehicles get older, their price uh, decreases. And that seemed true of the, the two different plots and their distributions. Okay, so then what I do is I take and I take my price groupings um, that have been, and I'm going to dummy them up using PD get dummies. Um, I'm going to sort them and find out the unique values, sort them, and then put them in my labels. And then I will filter uh, using a tokenizer and then convert the, the words into sequences, text to sequences and then pad the sequences with the max sequence length and then do a train test split and that then creates my tensor um, input string. So my tensor input string will have uh, input length and it'll use the shape of uh, one which is your rows and then I'm going to embed it and I'll give my embedding dimension which was um, so I've got a max length of 50,000, an embed length of 100, and a max sequence of 250. Okay, so using those parameters, then I spent my, set my spatial dropout ID, my dropout, recurring dropout to 0.2, 0.2 for dropout and recurrent dropout. Set a dense layer, and that's based on the, the length of my labels. And my labels, again, were defined um, as the number of unique price groups. So that, that would be 10. So there would be 10 labels because there's 10 segments on those uh, price groupings. And then you, know, you notice I get a, a 5.3 million parameter model. Okay, so then I run it through my training. And you notice my accuracy is going up. It's still running right now but it's, uh, it's doing pretty good for its accuracy. Um, then do a evaluate on my uh, X test and Y test, and uh, then look to see how it 
performs with its uh, in evaluating accuracy. And then what I want to do next is um, get my different categories and then look at what it predicts versus um, uh, what were was actual and and then plot that out. And then I also did um, applied the same approach using uh, random forest, and I used spacey to remove the stop words. Uh, I filled the NAs with blank, and then I join all my data, all my features into a text data apply. Um, and so you'll see in my pipeline, I'm, I'm combining the text columns together in this function transformer, and that function transformer um, is called get text data. And you'll notice that my selector here is get text data. I vector pass in my uh, TFID vectorizer stop, and then I use uh, one versus rest classifier and then I pass in my random classifier and I have 400 estimators. Okay, well then when I run that, um, you can see that it, it's, it's taking the text input and then it's making a prediction as to one of the 10 different labels. You can see the result to be three, the actual was four. And what I found is, it's kind of interesting, it's more difficult to make a prediction if the text is fairly small. Like in this case here, um, we had a, a used 2012 Jeep Wrangler Sport and it had mileage of 44,000 and it predicted uh, one, which would be a lower price, and then the actual was actually two, which would be a little higher than one. So. Um, it, it it aired on the lower price. In this case here, the result was two and the actual was one, and it was a 2007 with 117,000. So it estimated the value based on the features, and there was a lot more features listed at a higher price. And so um, we don't know from the features how good the uh, performance was for each one of the features, but definitely at 117,000 miles, it was probably, there's probably some possibility of failure in some of these features. Maybe even the navigation is no longer applicable since it's uh, now, uh, let's see, 15 years, 15 years old. So some of the features may not <clears throat> be applied, and so they they should have a weighted average, and that and that would be um, a way to help reduce the error is by evaluating these features in a in a better way. Well, so going back to the network, let's go back. We've talked about the random forest uh, method for evaluating. 
and let's go look at that the actual model uh, with the LSTM. So what we have is an LSTM, and it's uh, it's used as our kind of our memory gate, and then we have so it's going to figure out what's important, uh, what to pass on, and what to forget. So then you have your next layer, which is your dense layer, and it'll output uh, the categorical cross entropy, which will be the one of the ten the ten outputs. Okay. Then we once we get done training it, then we can uh, we can feed the inputs into the data by tokenizing it, get the sequence, uh, then pad that sequence, and then use that padded sequence to make our prediction. And then we use an MPR max to see which of the categories had the highest probability, and that becomes our category. And we then display um, what the actual price group was versus the category, and then we're using these labels, which is uh, which is a let's go take a look at that type much for the labels. Which is a key value pair. So we got the key value pair and it's a dictionary, and then we use that to, to look up our labels. Okay, so in short, I've showed you, um, basically what I've discovered is that a listing and features with certain key features are pretty good at accurately describing the price. So if you were looking through an ad, and you were looking at the features, and then you were looking at the listing description, the age and mileage, um, you can pretty accurately predict what the price will be. Now, it's interesting because these were all for sale by owner, and I think some of the, the maybe the AI might be, or machine learning might be more accurate based on the features at predicting the price, and maybe those, those uh, they they went under value for what the car was worth or they went over value because they're not quite as skilled at evaluating the price of the vehicle. So perhaps in the future you'll put in the description and the AI will return back what it thinks uh, price is based on a large data set of comparable cars. So that might be an interesting website to create.